Welcome to the Faith Life Fellowship Podcast with Dr. Scott Forrest. Today, Dr. Forrest presents part one of the series, Alien Invasion. All right, say it with me. We are a church growing and thriving, overflowing with love, strengthening the family, transforming the community, impacting the world where every member is a minister and a church alive is worth the drive. Woohoo! Well, this morning, we're going to have a little fun and we're going to sort of take a unique approach to talking about end times. This morning, we're going to talk about the coming alien invasion. And by way of introduction, I would like to let you know that whether you realize it or not, there are aliens in our midst who have mingled with the population of Earth for thousands of years. They come from a world that is billions of light years from our own, one that is more powerful and and more technologically advanced than anything we could ever imagine here on planet Earth. They look like us on the outside, but on the inside, they are very, very different from the residents of this world. And after a prolonged period of waging warfare for the hearts and minds of the people of planet Earth, these aliens will be removed by their leader and will be teleported to the capital city of their home planet. After a short celebration, these aliens will assemble the greatest army that the universe has ever seen. Headed by their fearless and powerful leader, they will be teleported back to Earth, successfully invade this planet, conquer the armies of the Earth, and set up their own worldwide government. A government that will last for 1,000 years. At the end of 1,000 years, the alien leader will put down all remaining rebellion and will begin to fundamentally transform the nature of this planet. He will transport the capital of his world through a space-time portal across the vast expanse of the universe and will make his capital the capital of this world forever. He will rule this planet from this capital and will radically change the environment of our world to make it perfectly suitable for His people and His way of life. Planet Earth will never ever be the same. Residents of Earth, do not fear. I promise you I will show you in your Bible why all of the things I have just told you will surely come to pass. Is everybody okay? Hallelujah. Let's begin with some basic definitions of what it means to be an alien. What is an alien? Well, the first thing you need to know is there are categories of aliens, and I'm just going to share two categories of aliens with you this morning. The first one I want to talk about is what I call country-to-country aliens. If you're visiting another country, you are an alien to the native population of that country and to the citizens of that country. Isn't that right? Can I get an amen? It basically means you are not from that country, 
but you are a citizen of another country. You may not speak the language and you may not be familiar with the customs or the laws of that country, the one that you're visiting. They are foreign to you. So in that sense of the word, to be an alien means you come from a foreign country and are considered a foreigner to the residents of the country that you're visiting. Amen. I know this is fundamental, but we got to we got to do it. We got to get there. Amen. Since we've already mentioned an alien invasion, and I've gotten your attention, I'm pretty sure, I want to turn to Hebrews 11.34 because it's an excellent way of illustrating this kind of an alien. Now, Hebrews chapter 11 is about the heroes of the faith. So speaking of some of the Bible's most famous heroes, they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. So we're already talking about an alien invasion here in Hebrews. Okay? But other translations say they turned to flight the armies of the foreigners. Okay? So here we see that these heroes of the faith fielded valiant armies, fought bravely, and were able to repel invading foreign armies. Amen. Hallelujah for that. Glory to God. So there's country-to-country aliens, and then the next level of alien is what I call planet-to-planet aliens. In other words, if you're not from this planet, but you're from another planet, you're more than just a foreigner from a foreign land. So in that sense of the word, you're an alien because you are not of this world. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's see what Jesus had to say about this category of alien. John chapter 8, we're going to read verse 12 through 23 in the English Standard Version. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. Jesus answered, Even if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true. For I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. Let me just stop right there. Clearly, Jesus is building up to letting these Pharisees know that he's not from around here. He's from another planet. He's from another world. He is not of this world. That's what he's driving at. Amen? And then verse 15 says, You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. Yet even if I do judge, my judgment is true, for it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. In your law it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I am the one who bears witness about myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness about me also, I believe he meant. They said to him, therefore, where is your father? Jesus answered, you know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. These words he spoke to the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. So he said to them again, I am going away 
and you will seek me and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, will he kill himself since he says, where I am going, you cannot come? He said to them, you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. In other words, Jesus was announcing, I am not from this planet. In that sense of the word, I am an alien visitor from another planet in a human body. Amen. In this heated exchange with the Pharisees, Jesus makes it clear that he is not of this world. He is not of this planet. He doesn't think the way they do. He doesn't speak the way they do. He doesn't act the way they do. Amen. Because he's different. And it's because he's from a completely different world than they are. So different that it's very difficult for them to understand the way he thinks, the way he talks, and the way he acts. Amen. Everybody with me? Now, here's the punchline. When you accepted Jesus as your Lord, you became an alien. You became a citizen of planet heaven. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are an alien. Amen. Embrace it. Your body has been taken over by an alien presence. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're born again, if you're filled with the Spirit, this is a true statement. Let's read from Philippians chapter 3, verse 18 through 21 in the English Standard Version. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. This is Paul speaking. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. And they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's Paul's way of saying our citizenship is in heaven. And our Savior is coming one day for us. Amen. And he's going to take us to be where he is. Who will transform our lowly body to be like the glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Glory to God. I can say an amen to that. Amen. I'm looking forward to the new body that my alien father brings me. Amen. (laughs) I'm having some fun with this and I'm I'm seeing a lot of people looking at me strange. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's the truth. It's just a different angle. It's a different way of looking at it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you became a believer, you became an alien to your unsaved friends and relatives. You became an alien to this planet and to this world system. You became a citizen of New Jerusalem, the capital city of planet heaven. Look at the person next to you and tell them again. You are an alien. Come on now. You don't think like the residents of this planet. You don't talk like the residents of this planet. And you don't act like the residents of this planet. Amen. And your unsaved friends and relatives don't have a clue what happened to you and why you're so different than what you used to be. Amen. How many can say amen to that? They just don't get it. They can't see it because they don't have the same alien living on the inside of them as you do. Amen. 
Glory to God. How about this one? When you became an alien, you changed leaders. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? Listen to more of the same ongoing dispute that Jesus had with the Pharisees in John chapter 8. If you really want to be fascinated and also to get a chuckle about Jesus just making mincemeat out of his foes, read the whole chapter of John chapter 8. It is awesome. John chapter 8, we're going to read from 37 to 47 in the English Standard Version. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God, This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, We were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. In other words, he's getting frustrated. He's not getting through to these guys. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. The reason your friends and relatives, your unsaved friends and relatives, do not understand where you're coming from is because they don't have the same God living on the inside of them that you do. They don't think like you. They don't talk like you. They don't act like you. Everything you do is strange to them, and everything they do is strange to you. Amen? Because their father is the devil. Our father is God. So let me put it in some alien terms here. So you hear the tone of this conversation. Jesus and the Pharisees, are they're not even on the same wavelength. He's communicating But they're not hearing it. It's like the the movie. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Y'all remember, wasn't that a rush hour movie? They're not understanding. (laughs) And the reason, the primary reason was this. The Pharisees were citizens of this world and had pledged their allegiance to their father, the head of this world, the God of this world, that is the devil. Second Corinthians 4 4 makes it clear that Satan is the God of this world. It says, In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Amen. Jesus was a citizen of heaven and had pledged his allegiance to his father, the leader of heaven, 
the God of heaven. When you accepted Jesus as Lord, you rejected your former father, your former leader, the devil, and God became your father. God became your new leader. Amen. Think about it. When you share the gospel to the residents of this planet, you're saying to them, let me take you to my leader and he will make you into an alien too. And remember, next time you attempt a spiritual conversation with your unsaved friends or relatives or attempt to answer some of the questions about your faith and they look at you like you're from another planet, it's because you are. Amen? It's because you are from another planet. Your body's on this planet, but your spirit was birthed from that planet. Amen? Planet heaven. Glory to God. So along these lines of not understanding the way we think, the way we talk, and the way we act, and vice versa. We look at the world and the things that they do, and we perceive it as sheer lunacy. And it is. Okay. Because we got a right mind and a right heart. The reason they see things the way they do, which is so foreign to us, so alien to us, is because they're under the complete domination of the spirit of this age that is the Antichrist spirit. That is anti-Christ, anti-righteous, anti-anything that has to do with God. So they're so clouded, they're so blinded, as 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, that they can look at a procedure which reaches into the womb of a mother and cuts a live baby apart piece by piece and pulls those pieces out. And they can look at that and they can say, that's my choice, that's my right, that's okay. We can't because there's someone living on the inside of us that is revolted by that. I remember in 1973, my senior year in high school, uh, my senior biology class, the teacher, Miss Hamilton, she did a series on abortion. The pros and the cons. And I was one of the few people in the class that was adamantly against abortion. And the reason is this. Now, as a new believer, I didn't really know the word that well. I didn't really know how to flow in the spirit that well. But when I saw a little aborted baby in the hand of a doctor that was about two or three inches long, and I looked at that baby, something on the inside of me cried out, fat is wrong that is evil why it's because the presence of god the father lives on the inside of me so i think like him i talk like him and i act like him and when i see evil and unrighteousness i'm revolted by it but i'm saying this so that you'll have more compassion on your sinner friends Listen, they act and think and do the things that they do. They, they, they're completely dominated. They're, I like to say it like this. They're under the influence of the spirit of this age. They're intoxicated. They're only acting the way that their master, their father tells them to act. So have some compassion on them. They actually believe they're the righteous and we're the evil. What a twisted way of thinking. In what world is it okay to rip a live baby apart with a beating heart and just pull those parts out and say, you'll be all right, go back to your former lifestyle, everything's going to be okay. What world, in what world is that okay? Now, 
I'm probably going back a ways, but you know, back when I was a kid, you know, I used to read the Superman comics. And there was a planet that Superman would he would visit every once in a while. It was called Bizarro World. And the planet was square, you know. And everything on that planet, values-wise, was topsy-turvy, exactly opposite of what was on the earth. So when I hear these people marching for the right to murder their unborn baby, I think, are you from Bizarro World? What are you thinking, you know? And there's a natural indignation that rises on the inside of me. And so I have to be really careful that I'm not overly harsh with these people. You know what? They need Jesus. They need Jesus because the minute they accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, everything on the inside of them is going to change. Their whole worldview, their way of thinking, their way of acting, their way of talking, it's all going to change. Everybody in here who got born again, and I'm pretty sure it's everybody in this room. You remember what that was like in a matter of weeks and months. Your whole worldview was turned upside down. Because of what came in the inside of you, the spirit of the living God, an alien presence from another world. Amen. He snatched your body and made it his own. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean that in a very spiritual way, mind you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I think that's good for an introduction. We'll continue on our series on alien invasion two weeks from today after the missions conference. So until next time, Klatu Barada Nikto. Amen? All right, I'm going to tell you what it means since people are going to want to know. If you've ever watched the classic sci-fi movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still, you owe yourself the opportunity to watch that movie. This phrase, Klatu Barada Nikto, it essentially means wake up the alien. So we, brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to wake up our fellow aliens and get them busy doing the work of the Lord. Get them busy leading people to our leader. So he can turn them into aliens too. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. And with that, I will say amen. 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 All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to meet in a place like this. We thank you we live in a country that can freely worship God. In China, there are believers even now suffering terrible persecution just because they have named Jesus their Lord and Savior. Father God, let us pray for our brothers that are persecuted all over the world and rejoice in the fact that we are not really persecuted here. We are still free to worship. We're still free to think the way we need to think. We're still free to spread the news of the gospel of Jesus Christ in this land. And we are thankful for that. I pray over every single person here that the angels of God would go with them as they go about their day and provide supernatural protection for them so they don't even stub their toe. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope you enjoyed part one of today's message titled, Alien Invasion. If you would like to learn more about Faith Life Fellowship and access more of Dr. Forrest's teachings, you can visit our website at gofaithlife.com. Also, visit and like our Facebook page at Faith Life Wilmington.